I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Take a page out of other business leaders' playbooks and get candid advice from Chris Ronzio. People, processes, productivity, and how to organize your life around it all. Back in June of 2020, Chris, alongside Brandon Willey, founder and CEO of Howand, shared their expertise in a webinar for the Arizona Commerce Authority Small Business Bootcamp. The session was all about boosting sales and returning stronger to the market after reopening up post-COVID. Although we are a year in from this session, there is still some incredible insight to be learned from this chat, no matter which stage of quote-unquote reopening your business is at. Today's episode is part one of four, so be sure to tune in for the next three episodes to catch all the value from this chat. Yeah, hey Chris, uh, thanks for doing that. Thanks Andy for the introduction. Uh, Chris, why don't you, uh, why don't you introduce what we're doing here? Yeah, sure. So, uh, so for everyone that's watching, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's end of a crazy long week, so we want to help inspire you, motivate you, and get you ready to go back, to reopen, to come back stronger, and to boost your sales, which is really the lifeblood of the business. So uh, Brandon actually is letting me crash his party. He's going to present most of the content. I'm going to chime in from time to time. Um, a few weeks ago, we started talking about how we could work together. So like Andy mentioned, Trainual is a platform for documenting all the how-to the processes in your business and training your employees. And Hound has a business with over 6,000 retail and other types of merchants. And Brandon was trying to prepare for how to equip those businesses to reopen and reopen stronger. So we had a call, we talked about it, and he ended up putting so much great content inside Trainual to deliver to all of his customers to support them. So a lot of what you'll see in this presentation is the material he put together. So I'm just going to be a fly on the wall, chiming in where I can, and I'll talk a little bit more about ad spend later. But with that, Brandon, why don't you take it away? Yeah, thanks, Chris. And, and he's, he's going to, I've asked him, even though he's going to be a fly on the wall, I've asked him to contribute wherever it makes sense. And so hopefully he, he inserts his expertise because he, he has a ton of it along the way. So uh, anyway, first of all, absolutely love the training platform. And he mentioned it's for all of our customers. That was what we originally did. Um, but we also opened it up for anybody. So, uh, you know, at this point, anybody who wants to actually access this content can, and we'll provide a link at the end. Um, you can jump in there. It's just, uh, it's available. And actually it's, it's from us as well as then from our, uh, some of our partners that we work with um, that, uh, that have also helped contribute there uh, into this, uh, into that platform. So, what we really want to talk about is uh, a number of different things that, uh, and we're going to go through a laundry list of different items, but things to be thinking about when you're, maybe you haven't fully opened yet, or you're contemplating opening, figuring out when to best open, how to best do that. Um, these are things that along marketing lines that you should be thinking about as you prepare to reopen, as you actually go through the reopening process, and then things to think through when once you're actually already open as well. So um, what, we've, what we've been saying internally with Hound is uh, we've been working and trying to keep our merchants um, in, in a state of survival is to just over the last few months, brave the storm, right? Get through, figure out ways to generate revenue right now. Um, while you may be closed or while you're partially open or at limited capacity um, and, and figure out ways that you can do that. And then just stay connected with your community 
you know, you have a you have an audience, you have uh, your past customers, you want to stay connected, and then just make sure that you're ready to open. So, a few of the things that you can do just right out of the gate is is to sit there, to sit back, and really take a, a good overall look of your web presence. Uh, this is a good time to review and update your business listings. Uh, so you might have a listing on, on Yelp, or you might have a listing on Google, uh, you know, on Google or Google Maps, um, and, and all the other different listing sites out there. There are great tools out there that let you update those business listings. Yext is one of those and many others, where you can just go and, and build, you make one change and they update all your listings. But it's important to make sure you have accurate information out there about yourself, especially as it relates to your open hours. So open hours are sometimes shifting. We have a lot of our customers that are running you know, less hours. Obviously there's a curfew in place this week, so they have to adjust hours even more for that, um, but they're opening a little bit later or they're, they're shifting things around. So just make sure that your hours are accurate online and that you don't forget to update them as you open up your hours more and more as well. Then you also have a chance to work on your SEM. Um, SEM is, a, is, a, is an acronym for search engine marketing. Um, and then the difference between SEM and SEO, uh, SEO is search engine optimization. That's what's considered organic. Uh, that's what, how you just show up in your, your standard search results. You always want to make sure that at least when somebody's looking for you, searching for you in the name of your business, that you're at least at the top, one of the top three uh, positions up on, you know, when somebody's searching your specific business name. Search engine marketing, though, is tied to your keywords. And so it's time to, you know, it'd be a good time to sit back and look at your, the keywords that you think people might be searching for. So if you're a restaurant and, and you, um, you know, maybe you're, you're, you have some Poke Bowls uh, and that's what you, that's one of the things you want to make sure that your restaurant shows up when somebody searches Poke Bowls um, and, and then you show up on one of the side ads. Uh, so just work on your SEM. And then the, the most important thing you can possibly do in addition to updating your business listings is making sure that your website uh, is has fresh content um, is has really speaks to and we'll talk about this a little bit more as well really speaks to how you're handling um, reopening what your what your cleaning procedures look like uh, what your your seating arrangements look like do people need to call and make a reservation to come in are you open for dining just make sure that your website has accurate information and then you have a really strong call to action that call to action could be to book with you could be to purchase something in advance, maybe selling gift cards, um, or just even giving away for your customers to share their information. Um, you know, if uh, depending on the type of business, you might have a birthday club uh, that you want people to join. Um, well, we'll talk a little bit more about better ways to incentivize customers to share their information, but you always want to give them that opportunity to, to give that to you. So what data are you trying to typically collect? Uh, the, the single most uh, important way to continually connect with your customer base is to collect email addresses. Uh, if you don't have email addresses, then, then you're not communicating with your customers. You might have a cell phone number and that's fine. Um, some customers are okay with you texting them, um, but email is, is the single best way to connect with your customer. The other benefit to an email is it allows you to then target that consumer through other social media avenues like Facebook, uh, or, or Instagram, where you can send targeted ads to that particular consumer using their business manager platforms. Uh, and if you have that email, there's about an 80% match between an email and what actually, uh, what somebody uses. So the email that they're going to put into your website is typically the email they've used to register in their social media accounts. There's about an 80% match, which means it's pretty solid. You'll be able to set a targeted ad to that consumer in one of those channels, while at the same time emailing them um, some other content.
Then if you can collect birthdays and anniversaries, this gives you a great opportunity to send them a particular value add or reward them when their birthday is coming up. Many of you are probably already doing this, and this isn't just for restaurants, isn't just for entertainment centers or you know, other places or leisure type places where people like to go and, and, and spend their birthday. This could be uh, an oil change. Uh, it doesn't, it, you, could, you know, come in and get a free oil change on your birthday. Um, you know, those, it can be, think creatively about how you can reward your customers on their birthday or on their, uh, their anniversary. Uh, one of the things we noticed, there's a little call out there. Uh, it, when we look at all of our data, when a customer, when one of our, one of our customers, one of our merchants collects an email address, um, and then they're, they're using that email um, actively to market to their customers. It generates just per email between one to two dollars annually. So if you've got you know, a, a database uh, of you know, 3,000, 10,000, if you're actively using that database, that's another three to ten thousand dollars in revenue you're going to generate annually just because you've collected that data. So it's really important to, to not do that. And then what we've also found is if you're actively leveraging birthdays, uh, that you've collected paired with an email address, it generates an additional incremental $5 annually. Um, and that's just uh, through, through some of our customer uh, data that we've collected over the last few years. So how do you collect this? Uh, you collect it through website pop-ups, through, uh, you know, you put a pop-up, so it becomes your website, you know, thing pops up. You may not like that as a consumer when you go to other places, but man, it is, uh, it is killer opportunity for you to collect that data. What's important is that your, what does pop up is something that's going to provide value back to the consumer. So that value that you're, so give them a reason, incentivize why they're going to actually put in their email address or why they're going to put in their birthday. Are they going to join a birthday club and get $20 off, uh, you know, something when they come in on their birthday? Or are you giving them a coupon to, you know, that they're claiming that they're going to be able to then redeem when they actually come in the door? Um, that's that's how you incentivize that consumer to put in their their data when you have that pop up. Um, joining a newsletter list just to learn about events, not super uh, not super compelling. Um, most cases, uh, newsletters work really well for B two B when you're communicating business to business. Um, and so, if you're a B two B business, all right, newsletters may still work for you. But if you're a B two C business, like when was the last time that you ever? ever opened up a newsletter from a business that you visited as a consumer and like read through and thought, wow, that's really cool. My life is better now because I read this. Um, like, so, so, you know, if you're, if you're going to collect customer data, give them actual real value for doing that. Um, well, and then another must not be on our newsletter, Brandon. <laughs> well, yeah, well, so no, your newsletter is amazing, by the way, Chris. You're no. just saying that yeah. I want to jump in and say something. Yeah. So as a consumer as well, like when I'm scrolling through uh, Instagram or something and I end up on somebody's website, a lot of times I'll fill out that form just because I don't want to forget about the thing. You know, like it, it, it's a fleeting moment that you might mm -hmm. see an ad or an opportunity to click to a site. So by giving your customers a reason to say, hey, we'll remind you we exist later a percentage of people that see that are just trying to bookmark you. So just realize you've got to give them that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. No, that is hundred percent good feedback. And by the way, Chris, you, you're, when you, you're marketing to me, I'm a business. So business to business newsletters, still a fan of, we still send them to our merchants. There's value there. It's the business to consumer newsletters that are, uh, the, that you should probably stop doing if you are. Um, and then Wi-Fi. So there's a great opportunity when people are coming in, especially of significant dwell time. Uh, you know, people are there from anywhere from 30 minutes to two, three, four hours, depending on your type of business. They're going to want to connect online so that all of the different, especially if they're there because, 
uh, maybe their kids are there and they're playing and the parents just need something to do. They want to scroll through Pinterest or, or Instagram. They're going to connect onto Wi-Fi, ask for an email address. Many of you probably already give away free Wi-Fi when they come in the door. Um, if you're giving away free Wi-Fi and you're not asking for an email address to connect, you're losing an opportunity to collect that information. Um, and then obviously you're going to use that data to remarket to your customers. Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review or share it with anyone in your network that you think could use this information. If you want to connect with me personally, please text me 480-531-8411 or connect with me anywhere on social at Chris Ronzio. Or you can connect with Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. See you next time.